Today's episode of Friends Fit 40s is all about weightlifting. We're going to talk about going to the gym. We're going to talk about some of the vocabulary words in order to get those weights to lift. We're going to talk about some etiquette at the gym. And of course, why would you want to do this thing to begin with? Get your notebooks ready. Friends Fit 40s is coming up. Friends Fit 40s is brought to you by Laura Mullenbrook and Stephanie Whiteman. This is a podcast about our fitness and wellness journey. We are two working moms who seek to live our best life. However, we are novices in the world of fitness. We are excited to share our ups, our downs, and our roadblocks. Our journey has led us to emphasize the value of friendship, cooperation over competition, and celebrating the small victories along the way. This podcast is an invitation for you to laugh with us and actively construct your best day today and then again tomorrow. Welcome to Friends Fit 40s. Laura? Yes, Stephanie. We lift weights. We do. It's a thing. It is. It's a balance to your cardio. Yes, it is. And so we are 40-something-year-old moms that head our tails to the gym a couple of times a week or to the basement during COVID. Whichever. And we, like, lift barbells. We do bicep curls, and we do deadlifts, and we do bench presses. Yes. All these things. And hip thrusts. We do hip thrusts. We do. Yes. This was really intimidating, Right? The, it is. It is. It I is. mean, there's this whole other language you have to learn to understand there weightlifting. Is. Like, what's a what's a deadlift? Right. Is, are you carrying someone who's dead? I don't know. <laughs> right? How about a dumbbell fly? Right. Or what's a set at a rep? Like, set, you set down? Like, rep? I, I mean, I don't even know what this means. That This is why it can be confusing. It can be really confusing. And intimidating. And intimidating. And it also, I mean, with the dumbbells and the bars and the flat weights right. and Which the weight machines. Which you use? How, where how do much? you start? Yeah. I don't know. And this was what we waded through for probably six to nine months figuring it out at the gym. The very first day we went to the gym, we really didn't know what to do at all. We really didn't. We didn't know where to find the weights we needed. We'd had, you know, Laura had had written out some exercises for us to do and given us some videos and some show how how to do it. But we didn't know where to find it. We didn't know where to find the weights. We couldn't remember what the videos told us to do. Right. So we had to go back and watch them again, like before we actually did the exercise. Right. And so we spent a lot of time staring off into space in the middle of the gym trying to think about what was the weight that we needed to find and also then staring at Laura's phone, watching Laura do the weight workout so that we didn't mess it up. Right. (laughs) So, yeah. And And there was a lot. There was absolutely nobody else that was at the gym that was doing the same thing we were. No, (laughs) they all kind of seemed like they knew what they were doing. But we figured it out. We did. And we did it together. And I think that's a big part. Yes. And so 
the gym can be intimidating. Weightlifting at the gym can be intimidating. There are the folks that are in there that walk in and you can tell just by looking at them that they know their stuff. Some of them lift the weights up very, very high and drop them all the way to the floor. So the whole gym shakes. Right. And it just like is like, is there an earthquake? No. Right. It was just somebody dropping their weights. I might have screamed once when that happened. (laughs) And everybody stopped and looked at me. But you know what? You have a right to be there, too. And that's what we figured out is that, you know what? All of these people are here. They're all trying to become their best selves and do what's right for them. And And we're just trying to do it as well. Yeah. So you have a right to be there, too, to be a part of this fun. And it's okay if you don't know. Because you'll figure it out. And we're going to give you some tips. Yes, we are. We're going to give you some tips. So we have listed out all of these things that we figured out along the way that we're just going to start talking about today. And hopefully, even if you remember one of the things that we tell you, you'll be better than our first day at the gym. There you go. (laughs) Yes. So to start with, machines help you learn the form of lifting. So form is super important. And I think if there's only one takeaway, it's that good form is going to keep you from injuring yourself. Yep. And if you're really worried about injuring yourself, machines might be the way to go because they target the muscle groups. They include pictures of the muscle groups that you're working out on the machines. And uh, if you are working with the free weights, the mirrors are also helpful to keep your form correct. Right. So we suggest that you start with lower weights. Yep. Don't go in there trying to pick up the 50 pound because it's, it, you're going to hurt yourself. Yes. And, that, and then you're not going to want to go back so, no. or be able to. And you want to go back the next day. Yes, you do. So. And then learning what kind of groups are heavier weight groups and what kind of groups are lighter weight groups. So, right. for example, my triceps... I have to do a a much lighter weight on my triceps than I do on, say, my hamstrings. Right. Right. So when you're doing legs, typically those are stronger muscles. And so you can do a little bit heavier weight than you can with um, arms or shoulders. But who's going to laugh at you if you do like a deadlift with five pounds? Nobody. You're figuring out the form. You're doing it correctly. That's the smart way to go. Well, and, you know, you can actually, Stephanie, you know, start with just body weight. Oh, yes. Because that's just no weights and you're just doing the exercise and it is strength building and you're going to get the form really good and then you can start adding weights. So So that's another way to start. Absolutely. And one of the things that I have a hard time with are lunges. And so I frequently today work on body weight lunges just to keep working on that form and keep strengthening my lunges because I just struggle with that. And so that is perfectly okay to do with, with body weight as well. So let's talk about these things called sets and reps, Stephanie. Yes. What, what, what is that? Because I'm setting right now. Is that a set? <laughs> so much fun. Sets and reps. Okay. So this is like the language of weightlifters. Right. How many reps did you do of how many sets? Um, so a rep is one movement. Okay. Um, so and there you go. Yes. And a set is a group of reps. Okay. So we're going to use an example here. Let's, so it's kind of some rhyming, you know? Yeah. <laughs> rhyming with that. There's your preschool in there. Um, So, okay. So we're going to take a bicep curl as an example because a bicep curl is something that you may be able to visualize easily. You're just taking a weight and you're putting it in. You can take a a bar weight and put it in both hands or one weight. um, Dumbbell. Dumbbell weight. Thank you. And put it in one of your hands. And then you're just curling that bicep up and then down. And And you don't want to go real fast. This is not not a race. We're not trying to see how fast we can do our reps. But... It's a slower movement so that you're really focusing on that formation. Yes. And so a rep would be one bicep curl up and down. 
you might do eight of those bicep curls till right. your muscles start feeling exhausted, and that would be one set. Okay. So, yeah, I know. Maybe get your pen out if you're, if you're trying to figure this out, right. because it can be tricky. Yes. And so we tend to do anywhere from two to four sets of each workout, that each weight workout that we do. Yep. So I might do 10 bicep curls. I might take a break. And then I might do 10 more bicep curls. I might take a break. And my breaks are like 90 seconds. Right. 60 and, to 90. Yep. And then one more set of 10 bicep curls or that third set, I might do eight or nine, as many as I can get out. There you go. And that would be like one whole exercise of that bicep curl. Of the curl. bicep curl. Yes. Right. So that's kind of sets and reps. So if you want to be, I know. So here's even more technical. And we didn't know this at the beginning. So this is just like bonus information. But if you want to build muscle, you want to have less reps with heavier weight. So my bicep curl is going to be like 15 pounds. I'm going to do eight eight, of them maybe if if 15 is heavy. Yes. And if you want to work on muscular endurance, you can have more reps with a lighter weight. So I might do like 10 pounds, but do 12 reps. There you go. And three sets of those. So that's an example of sets and reps. Now, you're still confused? That's totally okay. It's okay because there's lots of resources out there to help you figure it out. And we're going to talk about that in just a minute. Yes. But one thing that's important, Stephanie, is rest, right? Because you shouldn't be doing a bicep curl today and then doing it again tomorrow. Right. So it's important to take rest between your different body groups. Yes. That's to allow the muscle, the the growth. Yes. So make sure you're not doing the same body group two days in a row. You want to take a break or do a different body group or do some cardio. And we usually do about two to four weightlifting days a week. We do. We do more cardio days than weight days. Yes. On any given week. But we try to get in two to four weightlifting days a week. So another thing to think about with your weightlifting is to remember your towel and your water bottle. Yeah, because you're going to need them. Yeah. Because you might get a little sweaty. Yes. Believe it or not, you will sweat. You will. uh, With weightlifting. And the water bottle is always important when you go to the gym. So, Laura, there's this thing called gym etiquette. I mean, another piece of the puzzle that makes us weightlifting so intimidating. Oh, my gosh. There's etiquette? There's etiquette. Yes. I don't even get it. Well, I think when in doubt, look around and just do what everybody else does. That's a good that's a good rule of thumb. And you're gonna be fine. <laughs> so but we did come up with a list of a few things to think about while you're at the gym. And you know what? If you don't remember this stuff all the time, it's okay. Everybody is just trying to do their best, right. doing their best stuff. One thing to think about, and this is just like at school. In fact, I think Laura probably does this with her preschoolers. But you want to use one thing at a time. Right. So you can't go and take all these dumbbells and maybe these steps and these and these barbells and you're going to gather them in a space. Like you got to use your dumbbell or use your barbell, do your reps, do your sets, put it back and go get something else. Right. So you are not making a circle of all of your stuff. And hoarding it until you leave. Yep, you don't get to have all the toys at <laughs> no, once. Nope. But in your home gym, you can. So there you go. There's the benefit. <laughs> Always ask somebody before you use something that's in their space. So, for example, if somebody is benching and you want to use a weight not in the middle of one of their sets or reps, right. 
But when they're standing by the the bench, then you can say, hey, do you mind if I borrow this five pound weight or this 10 pound weight or whatever? Or the clips to go on the end. Oh, yes. Those are the things we're always looking for. Right. Yes. So bars have clips that go on the end that hold the weights on. So they don't fall off. Yeah. Which is important. They're called cuffs. And you will want to make sure that you use those and find those and ask to borrow those as well. And then, of course, you're going to want to clean up after yourself and wipe things down, especially during this time of COVID. It's really important. And you just, you just don't want to leave your sweat no. on a bench. That's really gross. Have you really ever gross. jumped on a treadmill with somebody else's sweat? It's disgusting. And when the gym is full and you have to use that treadmill, you just wipe your stuff down after yep. you leave. Common courtesy. Yep. Take all your sweat with you. Some people that are in working out, a lot of people this this actually applies to, are in a zone. Right, they're so, super focused. Oh, my goodness. Like, we have a friend that we see at the gym, and he is a great, great, great friend that will head nod when we see him. There you go. That's, <laughs> That's all it. he's ready for because he's not there for a social hour. No, so. he is there to get his job done. So just kind of keep that in mind when you are at the gym that if you see your friend there, they're probably in a zone. Head nod. Yep. Hey, I see you. But now is not the time necessarily to have that really big, long conversation with them. And this one is really important to me. What happens at the gym stays stays at the the gym. gym. It's kind of like Vegas. Yes, it kind of is. So the reason is because every single person that's hanging out at that gym is doing their darn best. Right. And they got their butts to the gym. And so. Give them some grace. Yep. Yep, give them grace. Let them just do their thing. Right. And we kind of have this pact among us that we just don't talk about the other folks after we leave. Nope. Nope, because they are doing their thing and we went in to do ours and the fact that they're there is awesome. Yes. And so we're just cheering them all on. That's right. So, Stephanie, if weightlifting is so confusing with the sets and the reps and the dumbbell fly and the deadlift, and but you're not carrying someone who's dead, <laughs> why even do it? I mean, if it's so complicated, why should we do it? Right. The first couple of times that I went, I we were just standing around watching other people work out and kind of tilting our heads from the left to the right, right. before we even noticing did anything. how they were doing it. Like, right. okay, that's how you do that. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So, so, yeah. So, why do you do it? Right. Well, I mean, of course, strength. Yes. Hello. I mean, you're you're there to lift. And so, you're getting stronger. You can do more things. It's something that one of our friends calls functional strength. So, you get stronger. You can help your friend move. And yes. you don't have to just do the boxes. You can help with the couch. Yes, you can help with the couch. Right? And that feels darn good. It does. And just, you know, other things around your house that you can do with more ease. Yes. So, and it improves your mood. That mood thing again. Right. Those endorphins. Those endorphins. Yes. So we have a saying we like to say when we do some strong, hard weightlifting days, we say, it feels good to do hard things. It feels good to do hard things. Absolutely. And it gives us confidence right? um, to do those hard things. Yes. Then, of course, it helps you with your balance and it helps to reduce injury. As you age, you're more likely to get injured. And so if you have those stronger connective tissues, you're going to be less likely to get an injury from just a slip or a fall. So this exercise, the weightlifting, is going to help strengthen your joints. It's going to help strengthen your connective tissue. It's going to help reduce injury. Right. Which is awesome. 
And we want that. And then there's this great thing with the relationship between weightlifting and metabolism. It actually shows, research shows that by lifting weights and building lean muscle, you increase your metabolic rate. Which, which is amazing. Right. Especially so, when you're 40. Yes. <laughs> Who doesn't want that? So for every pound of lean muscle that you gain, you're burning 30 to 50 calories extra a day. Bonus. I know. I mean, <laughs> why, why not? That's yes. a great reason. Absolutely. And so then there's this thing with bone health and lifting. I knew that it helped your bone health, but I didn't quite understand how the connection worked. So, you know, as I've jumped into surgical menopause, I did a lot of research on this. And it's really important for women as you age to lift and it helps to prevent osteoporosis. According to the National Osteoporosis Foundation, as women enter that menopausal age, you can have a decrease in estrogen levels. Okay. And then that can lead to bone loss, which can increase your chances of osteoporosis. So the decrease in estrogen levels is what leads to osteoporosis and the weightlifting helps to counteract that. Okay. So I got it's, it. it's a really good thing to do. And I try to cheer on all my friends as they're getting older, if they're lifting weights, because it's a good thing. All it's right. a good thing for your body. Lift those weights. Okay. So a couple other things to consider. Muscle is denser than fat. Okay. So muscle takes up about four fifths the amount of space as fat does. So muscle doesn't weigh more than fat, but it is denser. And so as you're building muscle, just kind of think about all those different parameters that you use to measure yourself and know that the scale is may- not your only right. um, data point. Absolutely. And another thing that is really important to consider is that weightlifting isn't necessarily going to bulk you up. Right. So that can be kind of scary for women to yes. think, okay, if I lift weights, I'm going to look like this muscle builder. And not many women out there that I know necessarily want to look that way. More power to you if you do. But it's not something most women typically want to do. Yes. So it's not going to do that. It's actually. not going to do that. Weightlifting is going to help to make sure that your muscles are stronger and that you are healthier but you won't necessarily bulk up. Okay, so we want to provide you with some resources for weightlifting. We, of course, have a variety of different places that we have gone to in order to figure out what this weightlifting thing is. The first is that many gyms have an introductory lesson on weightlifting. Your gyms tend to want you to do safe work there. Right. So they will have somebody that can show you the weight machine, show you the weights and give you a baseline. That's typical, but it might not be your gem. But there are also group fitness classes yes. um, like <clears throat> Les Mills Body Pump that will kind of be like everybody's in the same room and your instructors kind of telling you which weights to put on to your barbell and how to increase or decrease as you're doing different weights. So that's right. a good way to kind of learn. Yes, to do what everybody else is doing and have somebody to watch while they're doing it. And then Lifting Lindsay is a coach out there who you can follow on Instagram or Facebook and she will post... Not necessarily daily, but frequent free lifting workouts. She actually does at-home ones and in-the-gym ones. And she also has boot camps and group and one-on-one coaching available. So you can check her out at Lifting Lindsay, either on Instagram or Facebook, to get more information. Okay, and we will put a link on our website, friendsfit40s.com, to Lifting Lindsay. 
Another resource that we use is dareb.com, D-A-R-E-B-E-E.com. This resource is also free weightlifting workouts. And so you can click on that site. You can find all different kinds of weightlifting workouts and you can download those on you, off your computer and use them as well. There you An- go. Another resource is Oxygen Magazine. This is a weightlifting magazine that is predominantly women. It is. I, I believe so. Yep. I love Oxygen Magazine and our local library does free digital subscriptions to it. And so I can read it for absolutely the cost of a library card. That's awesome. It's awesome. Yay. There is nothing better than that. So I have this month's Oxygen Magazine on my phone right now, and I'm learning all kinds of fun new things there you using go. that. You can also go to fitnessblender.com. They do free online lifting workouts, and there's a there's a paid subscription too. But if you don't want to do the paid version, you can do a free version, and they can kind of guide you through some different lifting workouts. And of course, our coach, Laura Moore, is also available. She is our long distance coach. Yeah. We love her and she is much more reasonable than having a personal trainer at the gym right next to you. She sends us our lifting workouts uh, via video and she types them up and sends them to us that way too. Yep. We'll put her information in our show notes as well. As well. So all of these lifting resources are from the perspective of two teachers. These are things that are super reasonable. We wanted to make sure that we gave you some resources that were free or on the less expensive yes. end of the continuum. Of course, having a personal trainer for is a great way is a great way to do it. It's just not something that we can personally afford. So we are researching habits. Stephanie got us hooked on a book called The Power of Habit by Charles Duhigg. We are researching all different kinds of habits. So we're reading this book and we're reading all kinds of other things as well. In creating a new habit, you are more likely to stick with it when you do it in groups. In groups with a friend. So go ahead and get that fitness friend. So if you're going to learn how to lift and you want to try out this because it's intimidating, it's scary, take a friend with you and do it together. Because when you're creating that new habit, you're more likely to keep doing it if you have someone to keep you accountable and you know what it's actually really good to have a friend there in case as you get heavier weights to have a spotter absolutely for safety so you assign your friend uh something to lift and you figure out something to lift and you already are down to by the time you get to the gym there you go so it takes about two to three months to get a habit to stick So make sure that you're spending some time with your friend figuring out a plan that you're going to be in for the long haul. So, you know, you're two to three days a week that you guys are going to go to the gym. You're working on your weights. You're figuring out the different kinds of weightlifting things that you can do. And then give yourself some time to figure out this plan. Right. Because you don't necessarily grow that muscle overnight. It takes some time. Yes. And then you want to write down your intentions. This is all a part of this habit changing. As you are thinking about what what your weightlifting life is going to look like, write it down. Yep. It's important to keep track of all of the workouts that you're doing and the weights that you're lifting because then you can see growth. Yes. Um, but it's also a good way to keep you sticking to that habit. Absolutely. So Laura writes down our workouts every single week. So we can go back to the very first workout on that very first day where we didn't know a thing and we can go back and we can revisit it and see how much we've grown. Check out our Instagram page for our weekly plans. There you go. Laura posts them every single Sunday night talking about the week ahead. All right. It's time for... 
Dun, 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 your homework. Yay. So, of course, we're going to try it. If you haven't lifted weights before, what do you have to lose? Right? Yeah. Nothing. You can try a bicep curl. You actually curl. have a lot to gain. You, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, set a goal. Try two or three different weightlifting exercises this week. Write this goal down. Grab your friend and take your friend to the gym. Figure out those weights. There you go. You could celebrate your new skill with 10 box jumps. Of course, because what isn't a celebration without some box jumps? Right? So give yourself a check in that habit box when you get it done on your calendar and then do it all again. Do it all again. After a day off, of course. Just to recap, we've talked all about weightlifting today. We've talked about the language and what it means and how to do it. Yes, how to be appropriately etiquette, etiquetted, appropriately behaved at the gym. Right. And then why? Why do this hard thing? Right. It's actually really important. It is really important. So it is worth the time that it takes for you to figure it out. So y'all go and enjoy your week. Go. Move. Breathe. Share kindness with others. You You got got this. love friends fit 40s subscribe to our podcast leave a review and share the podcast with your friends tag us when you share so we know you are enjoying our work also follow us on instagram feel free to email us at friendsfit40s at gmail.com with your thoughts and comments we'd love to hear from you